Southwest, but I think I still have like 36,000 miles with them, which is basically a round trip somewhere, basically the same with Alaska. And then I just, wait, 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 pump the brakes there, chief. Mm -hmm. 36,000 miles is round trip somewhere. Yeah. That's basically that many points. Isn't that that enough to like fly around the damn world? No, no, no. All right, everybody, welcome back. Episode eight of eight. the Blind Chatter Podcast. Eight. Freaking eight. Wow, who would have known? Not, not I said the thing. <laughs> I'm your host, Tanner, Big Chief. Good to see you again. Hey, good to see you too. So let's just go ahead and let's confront the elephant in the room. I didn't make it out again this weekend. Son of a... I had all intentions all intentions of going out on Sunday. However, I woke up feeling not so well, and I had a case of the bottle flu. So, tell Man. us, how was, your hunting, how was your hunting this weekend, since you're the only one that's going? All right. Uh, Saturday, went out with a couple buddies, and uh, yeah, we ended up with a one-man limit. Um, shot seven birds. Uh Shot some teal uh, and uh, some widgeon. So widgeon are here. Not a lot, but shot a few. Um, Good to see them around, though. Yeah, I love them birds. Um, they're, dude, they're so pretty. They the are. way they work the decoys and just a little bit of wind is like, I, I love shooting greenheads. Yeah. But if, if, if you were to give me 14 widgeon on like a day that has like 7 to 10 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in. I'll yeah, so am I, except that this time we had about 14 come in, and uh, and uh, we probably pulled on them a little too soon, probably could have waited one more pass, but everything kind of, it was really bright Saturday morning, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I don't know that they would have, and we only dropped one, but I will tell you what, it was a beautiful December-looking bird already. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's and that's the problem is is you you get them they make that that good looking pass and you're like this is it all right let's you know and then hindsight you're like shit yep. should have let them make another pass absolutely but then every time you every time you say that you know you're never guaranteed another pass so except my, for a story I thing, have for you on Sunday oh boy oh my boy. new thing now my new thing now is that if I think I'll give them another pass they need to get shot at because. There's no guarantee for another one. There isn't, but nothing. That's a lie. I'm going to retract nothing. Um, There are limited things (laughs) in this world that can pop the wood than fucking feet down. Right? Oh, I know. I mean, feet up are important too, but feet down are also important. (laughs) So with that that being said, man, um, yeah, so we only got one out of like 14. That was pretty embarrassing. Um, anyhow, called it like at 10 o'clock or whatever. Uh, called it a day. Sunday, um, went to another spot. And what I'll get into here is 
off of your statement a minute ago, you know, you, I, I truly believe depending on the situation and where I'm hunting is how long I'll wait for the birds. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, where my farm pond that you've hunted with me at before that place, you know, I'm going to work the birds until they're three foot off the water, unless if they're telling me they're not going to sit on the water. Right. But you move, you move two two miles away, a mile and a half away, and there's enough hunting competition around you. You better take every opportunity that you can. Yeah. Right. Um, that's what I was going to say about your farm pond was that's the way it is. I mean, you have mm -hmm. the opportunity because there's nowhere really around there, especially this time of year for them to go. Well, there's nowhere to go and there's no other hunter that's going to blast, you know, blast them off. You know, if I got, yeah. if there's four birds working me and 200 yards, 300 yards away, there's another pond. There could be a couple yeah. of birds working those guys. And I've just had too many instances where in those situations, I'm waiting for a feet down and they're 35, 40 yards out and one more pass. And then somebody torches one off, you know, three, four, 500 yards away and the bird's fly off and it, i feel like i feel like you're like i feel like you're low-key throwing daggers at me right now because no not at you place is about 400 yards away and no I that, that no you're a lot farther than 400 <laughs> yards you're a lot farther than 400 you're like shit a half a mile away. yeah you're a half mile away i'm not worried about you um but you know my both of those spots uh saturday that i hunt saturday and sunday i've got two other ponds that aren't too far away from me so it's uh yeah is challenging so sunday um wasn't as good as saturday uh bird number wasn't there uh, it could have been there but um it just wasn't as good of a day of hunting uh you know not as many no. birds playing playing around and wanting to look around um into our spread um the uh i think we had a group of teal come in maybe five minutes after shooting hours and uh we popped three of those right off the water and then um as they were just kind of buzzing in from the north and then we had um two teal that worked us uh one pass and we popped them both and then we had a group of about probably 14 widgeon again probably the same damn group from the day before that dropped in over the trees looked beautiful they gave us a pass and I said, uh-uh, we're not shooting. Wait one more time. And they passed us one more time and they came over hauling balls. I don't know, probably 15 feet over our heads. And uh, three fell, you know, a little bit outside of uh, the property line. So we could uh -oh. not go get them. Uh-oh. Yeah. Now you can't retrieve your – you can't retrieve – down foul across property lines not when there's a, a a big ass creek that's eight foot deep and 30 feet across that you can't get through well put your air jordans on and make the jump there air bud yeah i, I was i was thinking about mary poppins and you know pop pulling out you the need old a big, you need a big umbrella man a damn big umbrella <laughs> So, uh, but what was interesting is it, I will say this, I will say this, it was three cripples. Uh, a dog would have got them if they landed on our pond, I'm sure of it. Um, but when those birds were going down, that other property shot at those three birds. Well, that's good. I mean, so you know, that's the nice it, thing about hunting close yeah. to people is if you yeah. sail something, somebody's, you know, probably going to find it and get They're it. They're going to sit there and think that they had amazing decoys and that's why they came in great 
Yeah, little yeah. Little they know they're like the pirates that you were talking about about me shooting. <laughs> oh. So well, yeah, so that, had some action. Got some action. I think this weekend will be good. I I have not looked at the uh last wet. I looked at the yeah, I was gonna say the weather report. Last I looked uh, yesterday, I thought it thought it was wet. Let's see here, folks. Yes. Looking a, looking a little damp. Seventy percent Saturday and Sunday. High of uh, fifty to fifty-two. Low of uh, forty to forty-three. Both days. That's better than a that's better than a low of fifty-two. Agreed. Agreed. So those the, I don't know what the wind will do, but uh, those are a couple promising days. So, unfortunately, well, the uh, the wife's deer tag will be coming to a close on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, I was sitting there Saturday or no Sunday, sitting there going, you know, I, if Tanner's out, we can push some birds around. I was in bed. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I Halloweened a little too hard. It happens. Oh, it happens. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, we went deer hunting Saturday and we put a bunch of miles on and you didn't even see anything. It was just disappointing. So, so it goes. That's all, some, I, that's all I have. There's a lot of bucks that were shot in the last seven days you should have seen the one out of our friends when i was taking mm-hmm. the pipe down i had mm-hmm. a four point come across in front of me i thought it was a moo moo cow I'm like what in the hell it was just chasing a doe down the middle of the road yeah like so but yeah but next weekend's looking good for me on making it to the duck blind uh, i'll be taking a break from uh, alcohol for a little bit here um <laughs> doing a little more focusing on myself are you gonna uh, try to get out both days absolutely okay good for probably you mul- multiple times hopefully probably morning afternoon both days all right wow make up for lost time wow boy. so yeah but so yeah a lot of birds a lot of new birds coming around right now um yes there is can't, can't shoot a band with my gun but god damn it you give me a camera and I will find them. It's I'm starting to get mad. This is the second week. The second week in a row. Second time I've gone out just to kind of get some pictures. Mm-hmm. And I've just happened. Happened upon bands. And I'm like, I just can't. I can't. I'm yeah. done. Like, I'm not. No. See, I've I'm never done taking the camera out. I can't do it. Just go out for pictures then. See, I don't even. I most of the time for me, like. I'll get home and start editing or looking around and be like, oh shit, look what I found. But I, I don't. Yeah. 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 Well, like I said before, like the, like, I, I don't, I don't care about the band. I just want to know that I didn't do something terribly wrong to the waterfowl gods. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're only taking pictures of them, you might be trending in the wrong way, buddy. <laughs> might be. Well, well, and I was shaky. You know, I use that big lens and I'm sitting there in my pickup and I'm holding it in my hand and I'm sitting there and I'm like shaking like a leaf, like, God, just pull it together for a second yeah. there, Joe Biden, and let's stand still for a yep. minute and get a picture, man. Like, come on. No autofocus. You know, I was really back in the stone age with that lens, but made it happen. You'll better see not, coming better up not. Next week. If you shark when you're using that big lens, it will not be a pretty, pretty picture. No. No, no, it is no. touchy. It is super touchy. touchy. And you're, you're, I would also su- uh, suggest that you actually turn the pickup off. Yeah, yeah, that was I did. Yeah, 
because it it rattles around a little bit. So. Yeah, but I took anyways, the, some pretty crisp ones today also. Oh, I did see those. Those were nice. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get into the episode today. We just did a little recap here. Um, we're gonna talk about some gear today. Talk about uh some panel blind stuff. Gonna talk about some goose decoy stuff some duck decoy stuff i think you're going to talk about some full body duck decoys you picked up yeah uh kind of go over what we like about them what we don't like about them um you know it happens you buy decoys like them for a little bit after you have them for a while start to pick out some flaws in them um i'm gonna do that uh we'll talk about some blind bags mm-hmm. and Probably some decoy bag stuff too, because there's a lot of different decoy bags out there on the market. A lot of them are good for a lot of different types of hunters. So let's go ahead and start with that, Larry. Um, I saw some that picture on Sunday, and you got the new style uh, Tangle Free Panel Blind supports. Yeah, yep. I got tell me about, the. Tell me about those. Yeah, like those? I do like them. I have the um, the original ones for those t- uh, Tangle Free Panel Blinds that pop in and they slide, but then you have obstruction within the footprint of your blind, right? So you got the cross pieces that go from the front panel to the back panel. And then you got like, like a knee brace that's on a slide too. Well, yeah. And there's one on each side. So like when you set it up, you have these like X braces that you have to like walk over. Correct. I don't know how many times, I don't know how many times I ate shit trying to get out of the blind, just catching my, you know, not a bad design, but the new one is is funny. really good. The the only thing that I would say that I would that I if I'm packing in, um, I'm using the old school ones. For me, really, I, I would um, weight wise. Yeah, especially especially if it's not muddy. Okay, weight wise, cumbersome. Um, if if it's muddy, those stakes I think have a tendency to kind of cute. What'd you say? Stakes. The stakes. No. Did you say cum? Cumbersome. Cumberbund? What's that? Cumbersome. What is that? It's like what you did to your knee when you were walking into the room. Painful? Like cumbersome. Like, uh, um, oh man, what's the word I'm looking for? Cumbersome. I don't know, Joe Biden, your story. What do you got? I don't know. I'm working on it. You, you <laughs> called me out on something and I fucking lost myself. <laughs> uh but yeah the the old style they were nice they had they they did their purpose but these new ones um i don't have one but for here we go cumbersome there it is larger heavy and therefore difficult to carry and use boom that's what i was fucking talking about good vocab baby yeah right i like it couldn't remind Uh the definition but hey i threw it in there in the appropriate (laughs) slot at least it worked out, yeah. It did. Um, it did. But these new ones, uh, the new stabilizers are, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they run on the bottom of the blind and they connect the bottoms together. They actually the each each side it connects the bottom and the top of each side, and then along your floor, right? It supports okay. each other. So it's it's kind of like a, um, like a like a U, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. All got right. You. So, um, I do know what a U is. Okay. There you go. Yes. Uh, so, and it's, it's, it's pretty nice, but again, um, you know, unless if you're going to take bolts out of it, when you, 
when you mm -hmm. uh, collapse it down, you're looking at uh, probably inch and a half by one inch or maybe two, two inch by one inch. And I'm going to go like five and a half foot long. Right. Yeah. So they're pretty, you know, that's your base. And then you have the wings that fold off of that. So that'd be kind of yeah. a, a pain to pack in while the old ones were telescopic. Right. And yeah. I, I remember way. when I remember when they were um, prototyping it. I remember mm -hmm. Sean Stahl had them out in the field with him and he was talking about them. And I'm like, those are pretty. This is back when I had panel blinds. And I was like, that looks like it'd be money. Yeah. And, and turns out I like those. Right. For packing in. Um, again, if it's really muddy, if you're hunting like an annual fescue or an annual or a fescue field that, you know, this this year, um, it, it, those collapsible old the older version yeah. will will just sink into the mud which right. which is fine well, that's good take some tea posts uh, um do you notice a large difference in stability with the new braces S significant yeah significant yeah 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 now nice you still put the, is there still a cross for the um for the top no or is that completely out of the picture now with the new completely one? out of the picture i think you could throw it in there if you wanted to but the only spot that I would do that possibly in is uh, if you're hunting, if you're using like a, you know, corn stalks or something like that that have been out in the field yeah. for a few months that are waterlogged, you might Got run a couple of those it. in the middle, maybe still. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, I think it would probably be okay. Yeah. How we used to use those crossbars as kind of like a, almost like a shooting lane kind of thing. Sure. You know, yeah. you, you get those up and you know, like, hey, don't swing outside of this. Like, you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's good. Um, have you ever used an A-frame? I have not used an A-frame. Yeah, I haven't either. So I don't have any experience with those. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do hear a lot of people prefer the panel blind to the A-frame. Now, the A-frame does have the ability that you can pull the cover off of it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to, like, take a layout blind, right, you could pull your stubble straps off of it and you would just have the frame of it right which i get for guys that hunt the same you know something that's close to it you know where you can leave a base on it mm -hmm. um and you can roll it up makes it a lot easier to pack and then you're just packing the frame and then the rolls can go in the back of the side by side or a pickup yeah. or whatever yeah. um but that's the only thing i've heard really about the a-frame that they prefer over the panel blind was that you can just take everything off of it and roll it up mm -hmm. and then Bada bing, bada boom. There, there's some definite advantages there. I think, I think again, it's situational, right? Um, yeah. And, and in the right situation, I think either one is probably the right, the re the right approach. I will tell you last year, uh, I left the two tangle free panel blinds that I have uh, out in the spot for um, a while, like probably a month. Yeah. And yeah. when I went, went and folded them up to put them away, they were extremely heavy. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used, uh, I did some stuff at Fern Ridge, um, put them <laughs> on my blind, some grass and stuff. Um, and just to pick it up and move it from one spot we, when we moved, yeah. we moved like a hundred yards. And I was like, this is no, you can't, yeah. you can't leave anything on there. That's wet. Like Correct. it's just so heavy and it doesn't really fold up that well. Yeah. Um, when it's got a bunch of stuff on it, but yeah. um, if, so if I was some pros, somebody, pros, if, it's lightweight, it's yeah. easy to, to maneuver around um you can get it into a little bit you can even get it into like really tight places with how not necessarily using the new style uh stabilizers but if you use the old style you can kind of manipulate it 
to just do almost like one of their 360 solo blinds. And, I, and I've done that with one of mine before. Single yeah, man shoot yeah. kind of a program. But again, yep. if you're packing those things in, um, you're, you're going to want a camo on the spot. You're not going to want a camo right. flowers before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. See, and I'm old school. You know, I, I like the tail free panel blinds. I like the, the, the Avian X A frames, but I'm a big layout. I know you don't like layouts, but there's something to me about being able to get, and you know, they do it with the panel blinds. You know, they go sit in the middle of a field and they're like, yeah, look at us. We disappear. And you're like, no, you, no, you don't <laughs> you stick out man yeah you do. but then when they when they end up hunting they don't see the birds don't see them you know yeah. but I, i'm a big layout guy i prefer just, i prefer thing. a layout i actually prefer a layout my problem is is that at six six 350 pounds i don't fit in them worth of shit so that's the problem i actually have looked into the and this was probably for you and one of your old roommates back in the day, but they actually Whoa. make it a, a little two, two man. man. They make yeah, them two buddy. man. Yeah, uh -huh. they make a two man. Yeah, you guys can be shifting gears in there, um, dude. Dude, talk about right? downhill skiing. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? So be grabbing gears and disappearing. But I, 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 I actually think that I'll probably end up buying one at some point. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, do you know? Do they still make? Uh, does Avery still make the finisher blind? I have one. I don't know if they're still I, making I it. I have one. I have one too, but I didn't know if they're still making it. I don't know. Because I've owned this is my third one I've had. Um by far, hands down, my favorite blind to hunt out of. The way that it breaks down and the way that it packs in and out of a field. I love it. Yeah, I got it, lots of room. I mean, it's got a really nice backrest on it. It's got a lot of storage on the inside. Um, Avery Finisher Max Prairie Wing, three hundred twenty bucks. Three twenty. Mm -hmm. I got mine off a Craigslist from some guy over here where I live now for like a hundred. It's probably stolen, but it was like a hundred and forty bucks. The one that uh, yeah, I have was bought probably older than some of the people listening to this podcast and uh it's that one that you put on instagram no no like 20... no 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 okay they were bought at the same time but the one that i put on instagram that's uh that was the old uh final approaches the pro eliminators yeah and the avery mm. finisher was bought within a year or so of those yeah well that's, i mean you know you talk about your panel blind. I'm a big layout guy. So I'm going to go on a layout thing here for a minute. Um, I've used a lot of different ones. GH. Well, I think it was GHG made a, it was an S an SUB, a sub. God, I'm not, it's a sub utility blind. I think is what it was called. And basically it was just this khaki. There was no camel on it. It was just khaki colored. And this, goddamn thing would fold up into a backpack mm -hmm. like i mean it i mean you're talking like it would fold up to like two feet mm -hmm. um another great another great blind for like solo hunters um that that sub blind it was so small and compact that you could take that on your back and you could pack out your you know two bags of goose decoys with you in one trip and i mean you could even throw your gun over your shoulder too and get all that out there in one trip 
that way you're not making a bunch of trips out if you don't have a card or you don't have right. anything to get it out there with um that was another good blind um i will tell you the worst blind i ever used was a power hunter okay that blind I sucked i have not used one of those so it's a low profile blind mm-hmm. um it doesn't have a frame it's okay. just like a sleep it's like a sleeping bag yep makes sense and then you've got this big, you got this big um almost like a cage that flips over your head mm-hmm. and it's got a it's got a, a bar that runs across the top that that's the only thing that has a frame to it yeah um i didn't like it just because I, you know like a lot of times we're hunting cornfields and we're hunting like stuff like we get a lot of rain stuff gets wet it gets heavy it gets dense and it just like weighs you down um your gun sits on the outside of the blind there's no doors on it like it's just uh you know if, if it's all you can afford you know, you can make it work. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was, uh, it was not a pleasant experience overall. Um, I would just say, save your money a little bit longer and order something a little bit better than than the power hunter. I don't think I brought it up in in any of these podcasts so far, because I've talked about some rinkety dinkety homemade shit, right. That that I've done. You have cutting garbage cans in half. Yeah. Right. I did. I ever talk to you about the, I think, I think it was called the 747 chair. I, uh, are you talking about the jumbo jumbo goose, the jumbo chair. goose shell chair? Yes. We had one of those, I think yeah. growing up. Yeah. And I've hunted out of those before. I you found know. one, somebody was selling one online a little bit ago for like 75 bucks up in Vancouver, Washington, I think. Yeah. And I was like, shit, you know how cool that'd be just to go get and have like that little, a little piece of history where like yeah we used to hunt out of these back in the day i've seen some crazy things i'm not going to say the craziest but one of them was i was hunting the you know that sheet water farm pond thingy that i have one day Mm -hmm. a long time ago the blind was in a different spot and i'm sitting there and i was told that there was going to be somebody that was just coming out to shoot geese right? Because they were eating a lot of the crops and the family farm stuff. And I was like, whatever, okay, I'm just, I want to shoot some ducks. So uh, I'm sitting in there. And I think shooting hours was like eight o'clock. Okay. And it was like three days a week back, you know, whenever this for geese. Yes, for geese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there and first light comes and, you know, we crack off a few rounds and, and you see a headlamp out way out in the distance, like probably 600 yards, 700 yards. And, um, Pretty soon there's, you you know, it gets light enough. You start seeing some decoys out there and eight o'clock rolls around. You can see a lot of decoys and you see a guy walking around out there, but he doesn't look like he's in camouflage. Right. And all of a sudden like geese come and all he was doing was sitting down in the field and he actually had on talk about Halloween. He had on. No, he didn't. He had to go where you're going. He had a goose outfit on, not even joking. And this, this guy would flap his arms and stuff when they were like a half mile out there and all bouncing around and stuff. And I never saw a goose probably get within 70, I don't know, 60, 70 yards of him. And he cracked off three rounds that day. And that was all that he did. I don't know if the guy was 14 or if the guy was 114. I'm not for sure, but you can ask my old man friend next time you see him. And he will tell you that that did happen. I wonder what, there's two questions that come to mind. Question one, I wonder what went through his head that thought that was going to be a good idea. 
and, and I also wonder what do the birds think? Like, here's I a, mean, is it they got? I mean, they got. I was gonna say they're not gonna get within two hundred yards of this guy. Okay, like That's I was fair to say. Yeah, right. I was wrong. There was. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say they weren't within what I would call like a comfortable shooting zone. They were outside of that. But yeah. he, he, uh, hmm. he, I don't well, think, I'm going to stick, I don't I'm gonna stick to the away. layout blinds. Yeah. I'm going to stick to the layout blinds. That's kind of my jam. Um, but yeah, I mean, layout blind, lay, layout blinds for me have always been a staple in goose hunting just because it's nice to be able to get out in the middle of a field and be low to the ground and be able to kind of get in with, with your surroundings and disappear that way. I don't have a lot of experience. I have a lot of experience duck hunting out of one, but I have, I have a, a astronomically higher number of goose hunting experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, for me, layout blinds, if you were to ask me to go hunt a place um, and you said, you want to use a, a panel blind or a layout blind, I'd take one look at the place and I'd probably tell you layout blind just because that's what I have always done. In most cases, I think you're going to get the birds closer. Um, yeah. You know, unless if you're fin- hunting a shallow, like a low fence row. Yeah. Um, you know, then I, I think that you you could you can sneak away and, and run a panel. Um, I bought mine because it's just another it's another piece of the arsenal, I guess you could say. Right? Well, yeah, got- it's another tool in your another mm-hmm. tool in your tool belt. I mean, the more you have, the better. You know. But last year, I think I well. How about this? Last year, I guarantee you, more ducks were shot out of it than than geese. Yeah. Um, I did That's use fair. it last September. Actually, you were out with me early year, yep. early September, right? Um, and looks like I a think, Cheech and Chong con. Looks like Cheech and Chong were at a Snoop Dogg concert, though. We couldn't see shit. No, all that smoke. It was horrible. Smoky, smoky, smoky. Yeah. So I guess on I, that note, uh, fields talking fields and stuff. You got some new tangle free flight series decoys i did i got Are those are full bodies i looked at the other day the, the yeah the floaters the floaters yeah okay yeah. i haven't seen those ones yet then that you got yeah they're the flight series i got two dozen of those which are going to just stay in my boat and that's just where they will live um and i've bought uh i don't know probably five to eight dozen of the refuge series uh over the years and um, I will say that the fly series, they do cost a little bit more money, but they are a lot better quality. They're bigger um, and, and just looks like better paint. Um, the question will be, will they hold, you know, how long will they hold up with our rain and freezing rain? The paint yeah. scheme on decoys is always the, I think, a, a big question mark in regards to longevity, as long as you don't take guys that shoot decoys. Um, typically the paint wears yeah. off before the decoy fails right tangle so, free actually does make a higher version um it's not a higher version i think it's just a different they make a migration series are they ever seen those before well that could be what i have I, let me no i don't think it is they're a i think they come in like a fully flocked yeah no I don't, really that's quick. not what i got yeah these things are the, these things the migration edition mallard drake combo pack so they look to be fully flocked. Um, they're, I used, my brother bought some um, mm-hmm. years ago. 
uh, I went and hunted a flooded field along uh, the highway here in town. And I put out eight decoys mm-hmm. and it was just there. And there wasn't, it's not like there was a ton of birds using that place before. Like they knew they wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sun was just right to where those decoys really looked. They looked real. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, it's hard to, to buy a fully flocked decoy. <clears throat> Real hard. Especially around here. Yeah. The weather we have is just, it's like buying, it's like having stuffers. Like you get a handful of times to use it and that's really it. I would, uh, I, I'm too hard on stuff. I don't do a good enough job taking care of things for me to yeah, have those. That's why I don't yeah. buy DSDs. Yeah. Right. In my arsenal. I'm not going to bag every one of them. Like I just, that's not, I just, I don't, I'm too hard on stuff, you yeah. know? Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you got some of those new flight series. Yeah, um, I just super good. Or I, I'm impressed. Let's see how long the paint lasts on them. But uh, um, what was the? Do you know the price range on that, or did oh, you get those from a? No. A, okay. uh, I don't even remember. Uh, I can tell you. I think that's what a lot of this. I think that's what a lot comes down to. Um, you know, you're talking price points with people. You know, a lot of guys don't want to spend a ton and ton a ton of money on decoys. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You know, it's kind of like they always say, you, what you get, you get what you pay for. You do. Um, let's see here. The Refuge are, which are the cheaper ones, I think are 85 uh, a dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Flight Flock Mallard Combo is 200 a dozen. The Flight Mallard Combo, I wonder if that's what I got. I think that's what I got. I think I got the Flight so buy- Mallard Combo. So yeah. when you get duck decoys, do they come in a six pack or a twelve pack? I don't. These I were these were a twelve pack. A few years. These were a twelve, a 12 pack. pack. Yeah. So I know one, with goose decoys and stuff, you either get a four pack sometimes, which yeah. is kind of odd, or you get a six pack. Um, right. Yeah. And what was really badass was back in the day when like Joe's GI Joe's was around, <clears throat> you could go buy. GHG had a commercial grade decoy mm-hmm. from them, and I think you could buy a twelve pack from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had an arsenal of the ghg floater honker decoys mm-hmm. um, when i was growing up to hunt the river with they're so big and bulky like you would never ever want to take them into a field with you right to hunt you know if you're hunting a flooded field for geese i would never want to pack them in but put that's in how boat. i feel with the with these flight series or whatever the heck it was that i, that I got um they yeah. are heavy <clears throat> they are uh let's see here yeah flight mallard combo pack they are heavy but Again, I'm going to have them in my boat, and I don't typically run the river, so I'm hunting, right. you know, private stuff. So um, I think I'll be happy with them, and then I'll run yep. them a few times this year in the boat, and you know, those might become part of the A team next year, and you know, there you just, go. again, just keep kind of rotating them through. Yeah, I think on the topic of uh, full body goose decoys, I bought some new. Uh, I bought the Tangle Free full body lesser decoys last year, the year before last, um, about a dozen of them. And I think I paid a hundred and about 120 bucks, a half dozen for them. So about, that sounds about right. Bucks. Yeah. Um, great decoys. They have awesome. The paint on them. Paint schemes. Awesome. Paint holds up really, really well. Um, the flocking is held up to this day. Yeah, they have the flocking necks and head, right? That and they're one piece decoys, right? Which 
which a lot of decoys, they have the two-piece, they have the head that attaches to the body, um, which is normally just some cheap-ass plastic, you know, mm-hmm. just like routed in almost, and it just kind of snaps in. Um, a lot of times we would just run drywall screws through the base of the necks into the decoy to hold yeah. them, you know? Yeah. Um, but I bought these one-piece decoys, and they're awesome. Um, you never have to worry about heads popping off or losing heads for them and then having to get replacement heads. Um, they come with a nice, uh, metal stand. Um, there's no stakes. They're all the stands, Mm -hmm. um, get a lot of good motion out of them too. I don't know what it is with them. 200 bucks for six. For those ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Inflation. Inflation. Yeah. Inflation. Yeah. Um, let's go Brandon. (laughs) <laughs> that's because i bought the same ones i think last year the last year i think it was oh yeah yeah um i could be wrong on the price uh um, yeah. but yeah those decoys they have a, they they catch the wind really well and i don't ever hook up my the little strap for like the feet i never mm-hmm. hook that up the only really time i'll hook it up is if it's really windy and i'm worried about them like flipping 180 on me looking like they're doing lsd or something out there right don't go or point i you know point the wrong way i just i don't want them to go ass over tea kettle and you know if it's real windy but we don't get enough wind here no no but between the tangle those tangle freeze and then um i used to run avian x avian x is really nice too you're just paying a little bit more for them actually i don't even know if you're paying more for them with the price comparison to tangle free right um you know but hands down, we've always ran GHGs. Um, we've never bought, I guess, when I was growing up, um, we never hunted over DSDs or Bigfoots or hardcores or anything like that. Um, we always just hunted over the GHGs. And the nice thing, the problem is, is, is everybody has, look at Tangle Free, you look at Avian X, you look at GHG, and you got three different types of stakes. And it makes it a real pain in the ass Mm-hmm. at 4 30 in the morning mm-hmm. trying to find the right stakes for the right decoys and then making sure that you know everything gets put where it needs to go and it's nice having the one stake style that you can just run with and not have to worry about you know oh shoot i don't have the right stake for these tangle freeze like i'm gonna have to pull the i'm gonna have to pull the orange plunger off um and just run with it like that so it's a it's a, it's a pain in the ass and like drives me, it drives me crazy. I'm already unhappy enough in the morning. I don't need, I don't need to get triggered and pull a Karen on anybody. There you go. You know? Yeah. It's just like, I don't need anything else to land on the morning of me being um, tired, probably having to poop and having to put decoys out that don't have matching stakes. You know, I've been running, uh, I bought 20, 20 dozen, Tangle freeze the last three or sorry, 20 dozen dive bombs. The last, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, three years. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so I've been, I've been running more silhouettes. Um, I don't feel that that's the best thing to do, but in the yeah. situations that I have, like for goose hunting, I'm going to run my full bodies and then I'm going to do some silhouettes blend, right. I'm going to mix them in yeah. and kind of do a thing. Uh, it's just cheap easy volume um yeah and you know i bought i think 10 dozen goose and i got five dozen widgeon and five dozen uh mallards and 
when I go and hunt my spots on Saturday and Sunday, there's other guys that are hunting there the other days of the week. And when I show up on those ponds, I want to differentiate myself from what the ducks have been seeing all week long. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'll go out and put every, every once in a while, I'll run all 10 dozen later in the year. Um, but I mean, even this weekend on Saturday, the, the, or Sunday, sorry, the, uh, the widgeons, the widgeon were keen on the silhouettes and they were keen on the, uh, uh, flippy, the flippy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's um, another key to Brown here is having some sort of motion. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the, I don't know what it's called, but it's the cross, your jerk cord, the cross, not the inline. I motion, like cross. motion duck decoys. There you go. Motion duck decoys. I got three or four of those and um, yep. always make sure that I have one out in my spread and then uh, yep. at least one flippy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some, uh, I had a couple of those back in the past and yeah, you can link them up together mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, you can get a, you can get a bunch of birds going at once on those and it's, I mean, it's definitely on, uh, a good idea. On my uh, on the farm pond, I bought a. Um, uh, I don't usually pull my decoys. I'll move them around, but I don't always pull them. But I bought a, a Rigam Wright. Rigam Wright. Um, I want to say it was like a. It had to be at least a dozen jerk cord. Oh, and Jesus. it's one cord that goes out to a big three way swivel, and off of that three way swivel, you have independent lines that I want to say was at least four birds. Maybe it was five. So maybe it was up to 15, but you had one line and you kind of ran like a, like a pitchfork. Right. Mm -hmm. And then each one of those lines had an anchor and it worked awesome. Uh, It was a lot of, a lot of movement, a lot of movement. Yeah. But then it came to, you know, just three more things to trip over out there and dogs running through them. Sure and, dogs get hung up in. Yeah. 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 That's like the so. decoy, the raft, the raft mats, you know? Yeah. I've seen like diver duck raft mats where you, <clears throat> you use like a, like a rubberized fencing yeah. or something and you zip tie your decoys to it, which is, I mean, throw it out and there you go. Um, Especially in deep water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put one anchor down. It's like a big long line, except, there's no line it's and they're just, spread out. It's not like a long line. I was thinking like about doing that, honestly, on, on these uh, two dozen for my boat. Yeah. I thought about yeah. trying it. Yeah. Just roll uh, them up, chuck it out. Yeah. There, I mean, it's, if you can make it work, that's an awesome idea. Yeah. But um, I think one last thing we wanted to touch on was uh, some blind bag stuff. Yeah. I'm in the process or I'm looking for a new one. I have a, uh, a very old um, uh, final approach blind bag that I think I bought with those pro eliminators a bazillion years ago. That's a little teeny guy holds basically like yeah. a thermos. Um, and then now I have the uh, tangle free uh, flight series. It's the optifade optifade or whatever they call it. Uh, it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's waterproof zippers, all that kind of stuff. I just <clears throat> want some more cubic inches uh, and yeah. I don't want a backpack. So I'll keep the tangle free for panel blinds or lay down blinds. Uh, um, but looking at the, the Drake, I think it's the pit blind. It actually has, it's quite a bit bigger than my tangle free. So I'm slightly leaning that way. I'm not as concerned about 
waterproofing and all that kind of happy stuff. It has a big lid flap and can fit my coffee, yeah. but you know, I can put GoPros in it and my camera. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, cool. I run three different blind bags. I run uh, like a herder. I have a big herder's backpack um, that I like to use when I go public land. Uh, like when I go down to like a management area or something like that, yeah. where I'm, I'm hoofing it out of waste. Um, I can get my, my flippy duck decoy in there. I get a uh, box of shells in there. I get a thermos in there. I get a couple water bottles in there. I can get a bunch of snacks in there. I can get, I mean, I could put a baby in there. I mean, there's a lot of room. Um, and there's a bunch of like external pockets that have the, um, here we go again. Cumbersome. The choker. No, it's like the, you pinch it and you pull the string through it, like a drawstring kind of thing on it. So you can oh, yeah. pinch it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got like six of those pockets on the outside. I still don't know what they're for, but it's got a lot of room. And then I run a Drake uh, 2.0 and the timber, yeah, and the timber camo pattern, like mm -hmm. a bottom land pattern. Um, that one's a little bit smaller. Obviously, it's not a backpack style, but I can still get a thermos in there. I can put my flippy wings in there, mm -hmm. and then I just put my decoy in a different bag. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have a really, really small tangle-free one I like to use when I go uh, layout hunting. Basically, mm -hmm. I get a box of shells in it, like a bottle of water and some jerky, and mm -hmm. that's about it. Perfect. So, but it keeps it lightweight and you're not, you know, especially if I have to pack all my stuff out, you know, absolutely. But, but I use a card or something and I got to pack it out. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so I think we did, I think we covered quite a bit on the, the, the gear section. So a little recap here, tangle free panel blinds, great blinds, lightweight, easy to pack, easy to hide. New stabilizer is a must. Correct. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, don't wear Halloween costumes out in the field. No. Nope. Dress up like a goose. It's frowned upon, Probably like masturbating on an airplane. Okay. Coming from the guy that flies every like two weeks. Uh, somebody got busted. It wasn't me. No, I I'm, bet. I'm flying again in the morning, man. I got a freaking wake As up. As you're stuffing the Jergens in your carry on again. <laughs> Rick. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, layout blinds, I like using them where I can use them. Um, you know, if I got a bunch of big, tall, big ditch lines, got a bunch of overgrown grass on it, I'll stuff a panel blind in there. If I got a guy with one that wants to use it, uh, otherwise lay out and bleed mm -hmm. it till I die. Mm -hmm. Um, tangle free, full body goose decoys, great decoys, awesome detail, stupid, heavy, heavy. Don't pack them. Don't pack them in if you don't have to. We yeah. do, we do have a guest. We do have a guest. And I am stupid pumped for it. This guy, I mean, he's been around the world twice, seen it all and done it again. Should be a pretty good episode. Uh, I got to touch bases with him on Tuesday. Gets back in town from, uh, I think he was... I think it was actually out of the country. Um, so he'll get, get back in town. I'm going to touch base with him and set a time up. Um, should be a good one. Um, should be fun. Be nice to talk to somebody who's a little bit above my pay grade. Ditto. <laughs> so, but yeah, what do you got going on this weekend? 
I'll shoot some ducks. So shoot some ducks. No no geese. No geese. No I geese. think we got I well ducks closed, I think, till Wednesday or through Wednesday this week. And yeah. And uh goose is I think three weeks away. So um is it three? I is think that it's that three. Split is a three week split. I think I, I know think after this one, it runs until like middle of January. Yeah. And then I think it opens back up in February. Mm-hmm. The end of February, uh, I think. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. It runs till March 10th. Yeah. So, but yeah, longest waterfowl season in the continental US. I mean, mm-hmm. Pacific Flyway, man. West yeah. Coast, best coast. Got to take advantage of it. That's right. So, no, just uh, hopefully, um, I think there's more birds coming down. I think we got a little bit of weather. Temperature's about 15, 10 degrees cooler than it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, not where it needs to be, but we're obviously going in the right way. Uh, so Saturday, get after them and um, do the same thing Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. See, I, think see we're, I think we're thinking the same thing. Yep. At least I am. I said that last weekend too, but uh, I have it also wasn't. Here. It also wasn't Halloween weekend. Not me. The last time you were I saying, was... hold on, hold on, yep. hold on, hold on, hold on. You were saying that there was there is. Were you talking about me when you said there was boobs out at the bar I was at? Or no, were you actually was, talking about physical boobs being there were, out? There was legit boobs out at the bar that you were that you were at Saturday night. I was Did you hear that from your brother? No, my brother wasn't there. Dude, I was telling Jane, I was telling our buddy, I I there's a guy looks just like your brother. Tall. He could have like, been. I, I know mean, that they were out drinking. No, no. he wasn't because I called him out on it. I walked up to him and I said, Hey, so and so. And he goes, who are no. you? And I'm like, oh, I'm this guy. And he's like, and you got the wrong guy, man. And I go, no. I go, you're this guy. Uh huh. He goes, no, I'm not. And I'm yeah. like, you have a brother. <laughs> and he goes, no, I don't. And I go, do you duck hunt? He goes, no. And I go, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> and then I walked away. Like that's funny. I just yeah. I uh, ran into uh, some people Sunday morning when I was off with a buddy having breakfast about. 11 30 after hunting and uh she said that some things had happened at that bar and some boobies came out and i'm pretty sure they were her boobies that she was referencing um <laughs> so uh i uh, didn't miss out on anything i'll say that um there was a lot going on at that bar that night. you know that was outside of my dive that i go to my little dive that i go to yeah and outside of where i go and i eat my my weekend breakfast. Um, that was the I don't last. They have breakfast. No, that was the last bar that I was in, and it was on Halloween. And I got uh, I got second best costume, and I got eighty six for fighting. Sounds like, like a good Halloween. <laughs> four or five, four or five years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. <sighs> Some people you just can't take in public, man. Well, my what you dress is up it... as. I was a 4XL condom. Seems fitting for your size. Uh, not, not, not like that. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm serious. It was a. It said XXXL jumbo condom, that's, and it was this that's whole three X's. Okay, add another one, my in guy. cowboy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was a uh, 4XL condom package. You can buy them on like I think I bought it on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Um, yeah, and. Uh, and it's always, it's always the, it's always the little guy. Do you still have it? No, I took it off, gave it to him. 
Oh, that's good. It's probably yeah. the biggest thing he's ever going to wear. No, I actually gave it to the bartender that kicked me out. It was just a, a little guy that I'm pretty sure had um, had been doing some extracurricular activities out in the parking lot and was pretty wide-eyed okay. when he came back like in. Cuban, like Cuban snow, a little booger yeah. sugar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that kind of stuff happens. And he just kept staring at me, and I was tired of him looking at me. Did you tell him to kiss you or go away? I ended up on the other side of the bar with the bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing better than charging into a bar on a Friday or a Saturday night, like a bull elk. There's only two things that are going to happen here. Uh, Okay. Well, I guess we'll uh, hop on out of here. I know you got a plane to catch. Yep. So excited. Well, we'll be back Thursday. Good catching up. For sure, man. That's good. You're only going a couple days, so. Two days SoCal. Nice. Do you still get, oh, you're on SoCal? hmm Oh, that's, I thought you were going over again. I was uh, like, that Indy, sucks. Indy is next Monday. Back to Indy next Monday. You know, you go, I don't huh? know. I'm sitting on a couple hundred thousand miles from Delta, 300,000 from Hilton. and Not going into this again. Yep. Just trying to do some Not math going for into you. This. You called me out nope. on the three nope. zeros, so I thought about trying to get back at you. Well, there were three X's, not zeros, but hey, as long as we're talking X's and O's, they're lover yeah. boy. Same thing. Same thing. All right. Well, yep. uh, have a safe flight. And uh, don't forget, guys, find us on Instagram at blind underscore chatter. On Facebook now, too, the Blind Chatter Podcast. Send us your DMs. Send us your pictures. Ask us questions. Tell us you like us. Tell us you hate us. Just tell us something. Tell us, tell us we're pretty. There you go. Oh. All right, guys. Till next time. Thanks for joining. In.